Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, pet parents. Have you heard of Just Food for Dogs? Since 2010, we've been helping dogs everywhere live healthier, longer lives through the power of fresh, whole food nutrition. Our meals are formulated by an in-house team of veterinarians, and we only use human-grade meats and veggies with zero preservatives. After transitioning to Just Food for Dogs, pet parents report seeing more energy, firmer stools, improved health, and even longer lives. Give us two weeks and we'll change your dog's life forever. Visit justfoodfordogs.com slash mobile and save 10% on your first purchase. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It's me, Jason McIntyre, here on Straight Fire. Monday, December 14th. Hope everybody had an outstanding weekend. We are rapidly approaching Christmas. Happy holidays to all, including the guy that I saw in the Shake Shack parking lot who gave me a shout out for the podcast. Uh, I don't know your name, but uh, you guys know obviously all restaurants are closed in LA everywhere. I mean, LA forever now. And um, yes, I order off the Shake Shack app. Give me that spicy chicken sandwich. So good. And um, I put down my window to get the bag from the person who brings out your Shake Shack bag. By the way, Shake Shack for life, over, in and out, in a heartbeat. Don't, don't, don't even at me on social media about this. There's no debate. Shake Shack crushes in and out. Um, and I say thank you to the lady, and then uh, I start reversing. And then, you know, there's, like, people walking, and then there's other cars. And I have to, like, pause in my car. I look to the side, and this guy has his window, and he looks at me, and then he looks again. He's like, yo, Jay, straight fire. And I just, like, I'm, like, frozen, like, oh, what's up? And he gives me this, keep on keeping on. And I was like, all right, man. All right, brother, thank you. It was, it, listen, that Shake Shack is weird because it's kind of near where I live, and I've been noticed there before, and that one, other times with, like, my kids, 
which is a little embarrassing. And and again, I am small potatoes, but I, it is fun to know that the podcast is getting some traction. And it's weird, you know, being in people's ears kind of creates a level of intimacy. And even if I haven't met you, you kind of, you guys know what I am. I'm not faking the funk out here. There's a lot of guys who are studio gangster frauds out there on social media who talk a lot of talk and then you meet them and it ain't the same person. This is who I am. I mean, I'm going to tell it like it is. It's gotten me where I am. Authenticity rules the day. All right, let's get to week 14 in the NFL. By the way, best bet, cha-ching, 2-1 with Monday Night Football pending, but we'll get to all the best bets later in the podcast, and uh, hopefully you'll like our Monday Night Football winner. But I have to start the show not with the Raiders firing their defensive coordinator. Rob G has a lot of thoughts on that. I'm sure he's gonna can't wait to unload later. But um, the New Orleans Saints had won nine straight. Sean Payton undefeated with Taysom Hill as the starter. They are heavy favorites in filthy Delphia against a rookie quarterback with a top five defense in the Saints. And Jalen Hurt Hurts put it on him. He put the hurting on the Saints. I was stunned, folks. I got to be honest, um, in the circle $1.4 million contest, yes, I'm an idiot. I took the Saints. Um, and, and I was just shocked that Jalen Hurts was able to move the football 17-0 lead at halftime. And it was one of those games where you're just a little surprised, like, huh, are the Saints really the team we thought they were? They hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher in 55 straight games, dating back to November 2017. They allowed two 100-yard two rushers for the Eagles on Sunday, uh, Jalen Hurts, the rookie quarterback, in his first start, 106 yards, and Miles Sanders, yes, Miles Sanders broke off an 82-yard touchdown run. He ended up going over 100 yards. And listen, the Saints came in as one of the best defenses in the NFL, and you don't want to overreact and say they got exposed, but I also have to bring this up. Carson Wentz was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL coming into this game. Jalen Hurts starts... He's not sacked once. 30 pass attempts, zero sacks. They had I, I saw the box score last night had them down for three quarterback hits. Where was the pass rush? Was it something that Peterson schemed up because let's play to Jalen Hurts' strengths. Yeah, let's get the ball out. Let's get design runs. If the first option's not there, let's tuck and run. And Jalen Hurts had a game. Now, let's not get it twisted. The Eagles... Uh, were able to move the football on the ground through the air less so, much less so. And I also need to add, this was the Saints' third straight road game. And we all know that can be difficult, although for Washington, third straight road game did not matter to them. Uh, they deliver in the desert. Shocking win for Washington. Goodness gracious. Um, but the big picture, we always like to do big picture here. Um, the Saints now are out of the driver's seat for home field advantage in the NFC. And it's fun. The swings in the NFC this season have been utter madness, okay? Um, a few weeks ago, it was the Seattle Seahawks, right? They got an inside track on the number one seed, and they lay an egg and lose to uh, the New York Giants. So now it's the Saints. They got the inside track on the number one seed, and they lose to the Eagles. And guess who slides on in? To the number one seed and the inside track on home field advantage throughout the playoffs. It's your new MVP leader, Aaron Rodgers. 
Rodgers was magnificent as expected. Three touchdowns, another flawless performance. He wore a tuxedo in the pocket. He was not touched by the Lions. Packers win. Devontae Adams gets a touchdown. Rodgers just, he makes it look effortless. The guy is on such a hot streak. And listen, I've been a Mahomes is the MVP guy. Aaron Rodgers now up to 39 touchdowns and four interceptions. Staggering. Like, he's unbelievable right now. He's on a tear. And he, he, again, Matt LaFleur is his coach. He's only been there a year and a half. But it is pretty stark how much things have changed for Aaron Rodgers. If you guys remember, in 2016, he had 40 touchdown passes. He was tremendous. 2017, he suffered the injury. Okay, then everybody's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is getting old. What does he have left in the tank coming off an injury? And the Packers were terrible in 2018. That's the year McCarthy got fired. Remember the stories about how they didn't talk in the building? They just, they hated each other. And Rodgers, you know, he was good. 25 touchdowns, two picks. Um, But they were not a good football team. There was the kind of tug of war as to whose team it is. And we've seen that with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. And we saw it with Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy. And a lot of people, myself included, thought there would be some of that with LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Well, last year, the Packers had no issues. 13-3, uh, and three, they made it to the NFC title game. Uh, some people want to say their defense was a little fugazi and they got lucky. Okay, well, are we saying the same thing again? I know the defense isn't great. Um, Rodgers, 36 touchdowns, 118 quarterback rate. Like, wh- what are we doing here? At some point, we got to put some respect on LaFleur's name, don't we? I mean, this is just, this is a guy who's getting it done. You could say, well, he got handed. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, Bruce Arians got handed Tom Brady. And they're not steamrolling toward the number one seed in the NFC. And here's the scary part. Okay. Packers on deck. Panthers, Titans, Bears. Like, that's not scary. This team looks like it's headed toward 13-3. and And if Green Bay gets the number one seed at 13-3, and who wants to go to Lamb? Drew Brees, you want to go to Lambeau in January? I, I I don't I mean I don't think that's going to be a great atmosphere outdoors for Drew Brees in January. Um, I, you gotta you gotta right now have the Green Bay Packers as the favorite to come out of the NFC. And I know the swings are rapid, and you could say Jason it was a fluke game for the Saints. Their defense travels. Packers don't have a D. Okay, well the Packers still have some time for their defense to round out. Um, and uh, you know Aaron Rodgers is playing right now at an MVP caliber level. And when you have Pat Mahomes throwing three picks, and yes, I know, two were not really his fault, against the Dolphins, and, and another non-cover, I don't know if MVP cares, MVP voters care about the non-cover, but that's five non-covers in a row for the Chiefs, who do have the best record in the NFL. Um, it, it's going to be a Mahomes-Rodgers situation. The one blemish on Rodgers' record this year is the best opponent they've faced, and they have played a fairly easy schedule. The best opponent they faced outside of New Orleans was Tampa Bay, and Rodgers was awful um, in that game. Um, And unfortunately, he's not going to get tested the rest of the way. And um, Pat Mahomes has to go up against the top 10 defense in the Saints this week in another huge uh, game with with playoff implications. Saints went into this weekend inside track on the number one seed. If they lose to the Chiefs um, and Seattle keeps on winning, I don't know. I mean... I don't know how far New Orleans is going to fall. We don't know what's going on with Drew Brees. Um, 
the guy busted up 11 ribs? Uh, <laughs> like, what are we rushing Drew Brees back for? The guy's a fossil to begin with. Now, I know Taysom Hill looked limited. He was not really the reason the Saints lost to the Packers. But the NFC is a bit of a jumbled mess. I do want to note a team that we've kind of been up on and then they took a bit of a struggle there the last few weeks that looked impressive Sunday was my main man, Kyler Murray, and the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray back to being the old Kyler Murray. And if you remember, a few weeks back, Cliff Kingsbury said, oh, we should just split the MVP vote for the next decade between Mahomes and Kyler Murray. And uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't respond, didn't take the bait. He just went out and threw three more touchdowns. Uh, Listen, I do have a futures ticket on Kyler Murray to win the MVP. He will not win the MVP. He's not going to do it. Um... It looks like Rodgers is the guy right now. I, I don't want to count out Mahomes. If he lights up the Saints for five touchdowns, I, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not voting against Mahomes. Um, I would never bet against Mahomes again. Um, he's just a, he's a winner, man. That guy's good. Aaron Rodgers, though, flawless. And, and I hate to keep bringing up the LeBron analogy. I've made it many times that Aaron Rodgers is kind of the forgotten guy like LeBron. Well, Pat Mahomes, in a way, is kind of the forgotten guy. Like LeBron James, uh, we, we always want to look for who's, who's the guy, who's the guy. And the guy's staring right at you. It's Pat Mahomes, and it's also kind of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, Rob G. I'm torn between this one. I've been riding Mahomes for a while. I don't want to gas up Rodgers because he ripped the Detroit Lions to shreds. I mean, shit, Mitch Trubisky ripped up the Detroit Lions last week. Like, let's not go gaga over this. Uh, bit of a setback for Mahomes, but it's not like they lost. They're 12-1. and one. They have the best point differential in the NFL. Let's stop putting this team down like, oh, Mahomes lost the MVP. I don't know. This is against a good defense on the road, and he still won the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything you can really say negatively about the Chiefs or Mahomes, even if it was a rough game by his standards. But going back to what you said about Aaron Rodgers, when it comes down to the MVP, it's going to come down to Mahomes and Rodgers. And I think the difference is, and again, when you're when you're comparing guys at this level, you got to really split hair because they're both having great seasons. Is Aaron Rodgers did a lot of damage this season without his two only offensive weapons? Mm, yeah. Devontae Adams missed some games. Aaron Jones missed some games, and he's still trucking along. Thankfully for the Chiefs, well, unthankfully, I'm a Raider fan, but for them, they've been healthy the whole season. I think uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was active, but he sat out a game. I think that's the only one. But even then, he's not a huge part of their offense. Not like they were ever missing Kelsey. They weren't missing Hill at any point this season. So that's where I lean Aaron Rodgers. And especially if he ends up winning the NFC, which I believe is tougher at the top than the AFC is, then uh, I think you got to go with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, speaking of your Raiders, they fire their defensive coordinator, Paul Gunther, after a gutless performance against the Colts. My gosh, Frank Reich put him in a body bag. Dude, you look at, I mean, I watched the game and it was like pretty clear from the jump the Colts were going to get what they wanted. Um, they, they had 456 yards of offense, 7.7 yards per play. They punted once, three touchdowns of 40 plus yards. And I, I sound like a jackass if you go listen to last week's podcast about Jonathan Abram of the Raiders. Yeah, he's banged up. He missed a game. He's missing practice. Jonathan Abram was out there, and uh, Rob, I saw your tweet about him, man. You're going after Abram. Like, he looked lost out there. Jonathan Abram sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> I hate to say it, I hate to talk about my own guys like that, but I'm legitimately concerned that he is not 
going to be in the NFL in two seasons. Oh, let's no, not. No, I'm it. serious because he is a box safety who gets way too many penalties for, you know, a helmet to helmet, usually knocks out his own guys, to be honest with you. He's done that more than once. And he can't cover. So unless you're Jamal Adams, who gives you extra uh, uh, value as a pass rusher, there's no place in today's NFL for a box-only safety. So that's number one. But going back to Paul Gunther, I mean, yesterday it was bad, but it wasn't even the worst performance I've seen from them this season. But let me, let me give you some numbers. I know you're a big numbers guy, so put this in perspective. On Sunday, it was the fifth time since uh, Gunther's been the defensive coordinator that they had a zero sack, zero takeaway game. So this is 2018. <laughs> they only had five of those games total in the previous seven seasons before that. Wow. In three seasons as the defensive coordinator under Paul Gunther, the Raiders were last in points per game, last in sacks, second to last in yards per play, 29th in passer rating against, and 30th in takeaways. Like, they have been bad since he got here. And the one thing that I keep hearing him say or some of his defenders say is, well, you know, we're really young. We're really young on the defensive end. So, you know, what do you expect? And that only works in when you have a young team in period, whether it's any sport, NBA, NFL, Major League Soccer, whatever. If you have a young team, what you gauge them on is how are they developing? How are they coming along? Whether they win or lose, it's not important. Are they making not making the same mistakes again as they were making before? The Raiders have been the same shitty defense from 2018 through 2020. They make the same dumb mistakes. They can't rush the passer. They can't cover anybody. They can't tackle well. Like, at what point do you look at the coach, and thankfully they finally did, because John Gruden had been hyping it up in hard knocks as the next head coach in the NFL was Paul oh, Gunther. Geez. And uh, I'm glad that now, well, I'm not glad he's on the unappointed line, but I'm glad that he's not running the defense anymore in Vegas. So they've lost three of four. Uh, the one win was a lucky one over the Jets, and they have a big game against the Chargers this Thursday. This will probably be the playoffs for them, Rob G. You can't lose this game against the Chargers. Um, the quick, quick glance at the AFC playoff picture, Raiders are the ninth seed right now. Uh, Ravens have a monster game tonight against the Browns. We'll dig into that in the best bet. Dolphins sitting at seven. Colts six. Colts could jump up. Um... It's kind of a crowded five, six, seven um, mess there. But I will say this: the way the Pittsburgh Steelers are trending, and the lack of defense on the Tennessee Titans, and let's be real, the Colts' defense is not what it was early this season. If you're in that six, seven spot, you're going to have a shot at an upset because there is no home field advantage in these playoffs. And if the Raiders are able to sneak in, the way Derek Carr moves that offense. Um, Granted, everybody can get healthy, and that's not that's not a given. I think your Raiders will have a quick crack uh, at pulling an upset in the playoffs. Uh, I want to quickly go back to the NFC because, Rob G., you know, we, we haven't done a lot on the NFC East. I grew up in the Northern Virginia area, and I think I've talked about this. When I was a kid, everybody loved the Washington Redskins. That was like the team in the area, and I've always been – you know, kind of uh, one of these guys who goes against the grain. Um, and I did. I just decided early on, I don't like Washington. Everybody likes them. Why do I want to do what everybody else is doing? There's no win for me there. There's no upside. I like the New York Jets. That was my team. I decided I like the Jets. And I went, I was like, hey, I'm born in New York. Let me pick a New York team. And the Giants were kind of on top. 
you know, at the time they won like the Super Bowl in what, 86 maybe with Sims or 88, something around there. And I just said, no, I want I like an underdog because I'm an underdog. Give me the Jets. And I never really liked Washington, but all my friends did. And I go on Facebook uh, every week. Shout out to people who still go on Facebook. And I got all these friends in, in D.C. hyping Washington, and they were so geeked at the Chase Young performance today. Washington now vaulting into the lead. Washington, Alex Smith. Uh, uh, Rob, I don't know how much of this game you watch. Alex Smith gets hurt at halftime. And they got to put in Dwayne Haskins, who Ron Rivera did not like. Remember, they like banished him from the facility for like two months. They just, did, they just didn't want him near there. They didn't think he was studying up on the, uh, the playbook and being a good teammate. It's a second-year guy, and they really treated him like garbage. I don't know the inside details. Um, we're, we're gunning to get a former GM on the podcast later this week who, um, shall we say, may know a little something about that front office in Washington. Um, and then Chase Young, right before halftime, has this scoop and score. By the way, Chase Young had one of the best defensive performances of the weekend. He was phenomenal. Unlike T.J. Watt, who was a, on a friggin' milk carton on Sunday Night Football, but I'm not going to go there yet. Um, Chase Young gets a scoop and score from about 50 yards out. He just picked up the football like he was picking up a Nerf ball. Like I would palm a Nerf ball and just start sprinting, and you're like, oh, what a freak this guy is. And that gave them the cushion, and Dwayne Haskins was serviceable, and Nick Mullins was Nick Mullins. He threw in pick six. Um, the guy I've championed is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. You know, uh... <laughs> You know, maybe he's not one of the best. Uh, maybe he's one of the best third-string backups in the league. And I got to say, I'm stunned that Washington, the Washington Football Club, is now in position to win the NFC least. Dallas also won, but they're they're way out of it. Uh, the Giants with a bad loss. Danny Dimes turned into a pumpkin, and um, he was sacked like six times. They mercifully took him out. That was, I guess, the Arizona defense that stinks. And now Washington, which has lost to the Giants twice, I believe. Right, Rob? That is correct. Yeah, Washington's lost to them twice, and now they have the inside track. That's a great story. That is a phenomenal story. The Giants have a chance, though. They next have Browns, Ravens, Cowboys. (laughs) Washington, of course, uh, you know, Seahawks, Panthers, Eagles. I give them a slight edge. Uh, Washington, coming off the three-game road trip, gets Seattle at home. Not a layup for Seattle, Russ, and that shaky offensive line against Washington's menacing front seven will not be an easy game for Russell Wilson. I'm going to go ahead and say Washington's going to steal that playoff berth. That that is a great story in the NFL to go from second overall pick, and what does Ron Rivera do, down to his third-string quarterback, and he's somehow able— to get them into first place. And yes, it took Dak Prescott going down, and it took uh, Carson Wentz getting benched. A lot of stuff had to happen. But you know what? Getting to the playoffs for a a franchise that's been this downtrodden and beat up, I mean, you guys have read all the stories about the the owner there, Dan Snyder. I mean, we had um, former running back Clinton Portis on the podcast a couple weeks ago talking about what it's like in that organization. And you got to give it up to Ron Rivera, man. Only team with a positive point differential in the worst division in football. They won four straight. Kudos to Ron Rivera. So, Rob G., those are the biggest storylines that jumped out at me from this week. Um, it was a good Sunday uh, in the NFL for me financially. It was, um, listen, I'm going to quickly talk about the Jets briefly. It's so funny. If you, if you guys follow any New York media members on social media, 
for whatever reason, they're really trying to talk about this year's Jets, right? And that's not relevant to anybody. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a rat's ass that they're 0-13 and stink. So people are trying to say, is this the worst football team ever? Well, no, of course it's not. It's a terrible team. They're 0-13. We get that. The wheels have come off. Adam Gaze sucks. But this idea that like the New York media is going to try to paint the Jets as the worst team ever so we could get clicks and like make it a story. No, there's no story here. They stink. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. The goal is let's keep Adam Gaze in as head coach. Okay? He's terrible. He's going to prevent us from winning. Then we'll have a kicker out here who misses three field goals against Seattle. I need to thank him because I had the under and it hit. Um, and, you know, Sam Darnold, another performance where he was not great. And, you know, you still hope you can get a second-round pick for him when you trade him. Um, and, by the way, there, there's going to be some new teams in the mix for Sam Darnold. I'll just I'll leave it at that as we head into uh, week 15. Uh, what are we on, week 15? Yeah, they, if you look around the league closely, there's uh, a couple teams that definitely have openings. And I think there could be a market for Sam Darnold. But the big picture is nobody cares that the Jets stink. All anyone cares about is, oh, we're finally getting Trevor Lawrence. The franchise that hasn't had a franchise quarterback, it wasn't Sam Darnold. We wanted him to be when he wasn't. It wasn't Mark Sanchez. We drafted him high in the top 10. That doesn't mean you're a franchise quarterback. You've got to prove that you are one. You know, Just because Baker Mayfield was drafted number one, he's not a franchise quarterback. Jared Goff was drafted high, then got the big contract. He is their franchise quarterback. To get the franchise quarterback status, you've got to get to that big money contract. Okay? Chad Pennington was not the franchise quarterback. Ken O'Brien was not the franchise quarterback. You see what I'm getting at? The Jets have never had one. Nobody cares if they go on 16. They don't. Jets fans want them to lose games. Jacksonville went out, laid an egg. We finally saw the return of Gardner Minshew because Jacksonville, they want in on Trevor Lawrence if they can. Looks like they're going to have to settle for Justin Fields, which is not a bad consolation prize. Um, so I don't know. That, that, that's where I was. Rob G, if there's anything else you want to get off your head, uh, chest <laughs> off your head, uh, in week 14, before we get to one college football story, um, go for it. Well, two things quickly. One of them, I hate that you brought up the Jets again. I was listening to your Saturday show and I was taking my dog for a walk on the radio. And Thank uh, you. Thank you. I, I heard you book a Jet-specific guest for that yes, show. And, I, and I, I thought about texting your producer, Gavin, and be like, why are you letting Jason ruin his ratings like this? Like, nobody cares about the Jets. And again, on the show that I produce now, you find a way to work in a four-minute soliloquy about the Jets. So I'm mad at you, but I'm mostly mad at myself. That's number one. Number two, you, we touched on it quickly with the Steelers and, and the kind of down spin that they've been in the last uh, two weeks. And we both kind of agree that they weren't as good as their 11-0 record said. But finally, we see something, a little bit of a crack in their armor with uh, Big Ben after the game. He kind of conceded that, hey, we don't run the ball well enough. We're not a balanced enough team. And I think that's been clear to anybody who watches them play. But to hear Big Ben kind of voice his frustrations out in the media like that, I think is a really telling thing. And it's something that I think that if you're a Steelers fan, you should be concerned about because if whatever they give you in the media, we know this, it's a lot worse behind the scenes. They're only going to give you the surface level of whatever positive or negative. So if he's willing to go on the record in the media and say that we need to do a better job running the football and being more balanced, it means that behind closed doors, he's really pissed off at the way that their offense is performing. And I think he knows that they can't play like that if they're going to have any chance of making a run at the Super Bowl. 
I was going to save this for best bet when I tore apart the Steelers for ruining my uh, one of my bets this weekend. But um, that loss is on Big Ben, okay? That, I don't want to hear him blame we're not balanced, okay? They're leading 7 nothing in the late in the first half. They give up a field goal. Okay, fine. You go 7-3. All right, let's get a drive. Let's see if we can get a field goal. And then Ben throws a pick six. And that ruined the game. He lost the game for Pittsburgh on the pick six because the defense had played well in the first half, okay? And in the second half, Brian Dable figured it out, and they went up and down the field on that defense, and Big Ben could not respond. Yeah, we know that they're not balanced, but you lost the game, Ben. Don't try to twist it. Don't try to say, oh, well, we're not balanced. You had a two-minute drill, and you failed, and you gave the other team a touchdown. That was the game. Yes, Pittsburgh's not balanced, can they come through in the playoffs? Well, I don't know, man. They were down four defensive starters. Uh, I saw another starter got hurt. Um, this is just a beat-up team. They haven't had a bye. We talked about this. I- I'm upset with Pittsburgh. I, I wanted to see them against um, Pat Mahomes at full strength, and they're not. I mean, you if you if uh, it's too bad you can't bring Bush back and Dupree. Uh, Joe Hayden didn't play, and Stephon Diggs had like 75 catches. Like, I, I mean, they're just too hurt right now. It stinks. Listen, this is a war of attrition. This is a brutal season. And it sucks because Ben had been fairly well, above, uh, average-ish, coming off the injury. You just hope he can do it again next year? You're concerned with him every offseason? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
reason is that he's not going to like, you know, go all grizzly man and not shave and gain like 30 pounds. And I mean, the guy's immobile in the pocket. They, they had to change how the offense is designed because of his lack of mobility. I mean, he's got to unload the ball quickly because he can barely move. And that's a team I would love for Sam Darnold to get traded to. I know it's in the AFC. Um, but yeah, they, they need to get younger at quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm disappointed in Ben Roethlisberger. I'll just leave it at that. All right, I quickly wanted to touch on one college football topic. We haven't done a ton of it outside of Jim Harbaugh. But Saturday night, LSU and Florida are playing kind of a heated game. And obviously, Florida was a, a big favorite, and then their star tight end got ruled out. I mean, the guy's going to be a first-round pick. I had him in my mock draft at 16 uh, to the Patriots, of course, who love tight ends. And Florida gets what appears to be a late-game stop, and an LSU player's shoe came off on the tackle, and the Florida kid was so fired up, he picked up the shoe and chucked it. And he got a 15-yard penalty. And the poor college kid is getting, I'm sure, destroyed. I hope he's not checking his, his social media mentions. Ultimately, it keeps the drive going. LSU gets uh, a field goal, and they win by three. Um, I, I don't know what you could say <laughs> about the kid, but after the game, Dan Mullen, the often insufferable coach of the Florida Gators, basically was so ticked off that the the loss is going to keep Florida out of the football playoff. And his argument was, well, maybe we should not have played this many games. Maybe if we had, it was hinting at, hey, Ohio State's going to play half the games we played and they're going to get in. Uh, if we had played half the games like they had, then um, we probably would be undefeated. He, that's what he's insinuating. And he's not wrong. Uh, he's not wrong at all. But I, I don't know... What what the alternative is, like, this is a weird season, you know? I'm sure the Milwaukee Bucks and the NBA are like, you know what? We got screwed. We had the best record in the league. We had a massive home court advantage. Um, nobody was beating us in a seven-game series if we had a home court advantage, and now we got to go play in a bubble? Well, that sucks. Oh, and guess what? Hanging in the balance is Giannis and the Supermax deal. Like, yeah, the Bucks got screwed. Everybody's getting screwed. I mean, Dan Mullen, like, you know... I, 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 you guys know I coach my kids a lot in sports, and um, one of the things I try to tell them is, like, don't blame the refs. Don't blame the outside circumstances. Um, you win or you lose, and then you know what? You go on to the next game. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, it stinks for Dan Mullen, you know, that they're not going to get to the playoff. Um They've had a great season. There's a lot to build on here. They're going to lose their quarterback um, to the NFL. I don't think he's a first-round pick. Everybody seems to think he's in the mix, but I don't know. I, I don't see it. Um, it sucks, and that's like 2020 in a nutshell. You don't think Ohio State would have liked to have played Michigan? You don't think Ohio State wanted all its games to happen? I don't think Ohio State's a juggernaut. They're really good. Neutral field, Ohio State certainly favored over over Florida. Um, but I don't know, Rob, am, am I defending Ohio State too much here? Like, I just, Dan Mullen's kind of a jerk. Look, I think Dan Mullen is a big jerk. <laughs> but in this case, I agree with him. Now, I think that he should have took his loss like a man, like you'd expect him to tell his players to do because they lost the game fair and square. It, that that call at the end, it was kind of sketchy, but, you know, that's not the reason that they lost. They should have never right. even 
been that close of a game. But I believe that the college football playoff committee botched this whole season. Oh, well, we well, we definitely agree so on that. So the fact that a team can play 10 games and is going to have their losses hurt them more than a team that doesn't even get to six games or whatever it is they're going to be playing, six games total, Ohio State, and they're going to be rewarded with the championship, to me, doesn't make any sense. It's not fair. It's 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 clearly, and our, our buddy Dan Patrick says this on his show all the time, this is just a money grab. It's just we're going to get the the four most marquee, marketable teams in, and that's the way it's going to work. So Alabama, thankfully, they're undefeated, so it's easy decision. Notre Dame is undefeated, so it's an easy decision. Clemson, I don't know if who they've beaten that you can definitively say that they're the third best team in the country, other than, hey, they got the pro- most likely number one pick and the best quarterback we've seen in 30 years, so we got to get them in too. And then Ohio State, who, what, they beat Indiana? That's their claim to fame is they beat Indiana? <laughs> well, though, I mean, the, with the non-conference, nobody's really played anyone, right? Right, but have they really even been that impressive in the games that they've won? Yeah, it's like I mean that's fair. Yeah, it, it's just hey, but Ohio State's a big draw. You know they they're gonna help us compensate for a big ch- a chunk of that region in the rating. So let's get them in too. I, I just don't know what the you know the, if, if they came to me and said, Jason, you know you're so smart. We love your podcast. You're just so talented at everything you do. Jason, what should we do? I mean, this is easy. Expand the playoff to eight games, one off. Let's see what happens. Yeah, just make had, it eight games. We had Peter Burns on, and he said that you he's like if yeah, there was no, ever it's a no-brainer. If there was ever a year to expand it, this was the yeah. year to do it. But these uh, don't I I can't get too fired up about these college football idiots, um, just because they consistently make dumb decisions, um, and, and it's an old boys network. You know that it's just a bunch of old white dudes who make the decisions to benefit a handful of schools and keep the pockets lined of their friends who have been in the industry forever. It's ugly and it's disgusting, and it, it, behind the scenes, it's gross. Uh, I, I hate what college football has become. I like the games, obviously. Uh, I root for the players. I like it as a farm system for the NFL. I like at Bet three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. the pageantry of college football. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a billion dollar business and you know, ah, I'm going on a rant, Rob G. Why'd you get me started on a college football rant? It's an NFL Monday. Come on. Um, all right. So anyways, that, that is a, uh, kind of a recap of week 14, a smattering of college football. I think we're going to do some, some college football this week. I have a feeling that's just a gut. Um, so anyways, there you have it. It's time for the best bet. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, it's best bet time here on Straight Fire. Had a profitable NFL weekend. Uh, Recapping the best bets that we gave out on Friday. Hit the Jets, Seattle under 47 and a half. Bit of a sweat there as the New York Jets defense just started giving up in the first half. It was 17-3 Seattle early second quarter. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're almost halfway there. 24-3 at the half. Um, You just assumed there was going to be a Jets pick six or a fumble scoop and score. Luckily, that never happened. Darnold really was not awful. Obviously, he wasn't good. But Seattle, 37-3 hitting into the fourth, and they kind of just mailed it in. They were like, all right, Geno Smith, mop things up. He didn't try to win the game. The Jets under hits. That was a nice one. Easy teaser cash for you. I mean, Tennessee Green Bay was Cupcake City. Tennessee never threatened at all. Um, And Green Bay... I mean, they, it didn't get dicey. They didn't cover for the game, but given out the teaser, that I mean, that was the easy, easy lock. And those favorites are tough because remember, two weeks ago, Seattle uh, lost outright. Uh, that teaser leg would not hit. And then if you had the Saints in a teaser, uh, that missed. So Tennessee, Green Bay, an easy winner. The loss, of course, stung. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers. And listen, I, I didn't go in on them earlier in the podcast because I was so frustrated. And Sometimes you need some time uh, to just relax and unwind. Um, Big Ben lost that game, folks. He was pretty terrible with that pick six at the end of the first half. Think about this. Pittsburgh was in total control of the first half. Buffalo's offense was confused. Josh Allen, three and out. Wacky interception. It wasn't Josh Allen's fault. Three and out. Five plays, punt, fumble. Three plays, punt. They could do nothing. Their first six possessions, 59 yards of total offense. And then at the end of the half, you know, they got to get in the quasi two-minute drill and they get the field goal. Steelers get the ball back under a minute, uh, like about a minute left. And Ben does what he did at the beginning of the game. If you remember, the third down pass was nearly picked off. It was like just a late pass. He kind of blamed the receiver. End of the first half, that was on Ben. A terrible pick six. So with two minutes left, the Steelers are up 7 nothing. 
They go into halftime down 9-7, and Buffalo had all the momentum. They come out in the second half, and whatever Pittsburgh was doing in the first half to confuse Allen, Brian Dable, the great offensive coordinator, figured it out. Buffalo comes out, touchdown, touchdown, and, you know, basically that's ballgame. Uh, Pittsburgh got, they did get one there to make it mildly interesting, but uh, they did not cover, and um, Pittsburgh's in some trouble now. So 2-1 uh, and one on the picks. I didn't realize this when I gave out the best bets, but Baltimore— uh, Seattle is the Monday Night Football game. Uh, I'm sorry, not Baltimore, Seattle. Baltimore, Cleveland is the Monday Night Football game. And um, I, listen, I gave this out at two and a half on Friday. I got it earlier last week at one. I also got two. Folks, this is one I feel pretty confident about. The problem is now uh, the value seems to be gone. Like, I can't sit here and say to you guys, like, yeah, go out and and bet Baltimore favored by three. Um because the, most of the value's gone, you know, at one or two. Yeah, great. So hopefully you got a Friday. I'm sticking with that pick um, at, at two and a half here for the podcast and scoring purposes because I know the, there's a bunch of scoreboard lurkers out there. Um, I, I like Baltimore here. The total's starting to tick down. We're looking at a cold weather, probably low-scoring game in Cleveland. A lot of running. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You know, we could trust Baker Mayfield and Cleveland could last week. Um, in an easy spot against an easy defense. I don't know if that's the case here. Primetime football game, uh, feisty defense that has seen Baker Mayfield a lot in the last two years, uh, aggressive defense that loves to blitz. Uh, look at the pressure rate. I believe they're fourth in the league. I think they're number one or number two heading into this weekend in most blitzes. Uh, Pittsburgh loves to get after the quarterback, and you know we'll see how Baker handles pressure. I do want to remind you guys, I think, I think it was the last time Buffalo had a primetime game. Last year, Baker against uh, San Francisco. I think it was San Francisco. And it Baker had gone across country, and there was some excitement about the Browns. And, oh, my gosh, did they get stomped. And Baker was atrocious. And, listen, Baker was a primetime quarterback in college. No doubt about that. NFL's a bit of a different animal. And the book's out on Baker at this point, folks. So, Baltimore is not going to be surprised by anything. I like the Ravens here. The name that you got to watch for the rest of today is Wyatt Teller, the great guard uh, of the Browns. Honestly, I'm not, I know you're saying like, oh, come on, he's not great. This is a dude who was the number one ranked guard, according to Pro Football Talk. Uh, I'm sorry, not Pro Football Talk. Pro Football Focus had Wyatt Teller as the number one guard. He was on the COVID list. He was activated Sunday. So, didn't get to practice much this week. Um, it just monitor that. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't have COVID. He was in the like the contact tracing situation. But you can't be a practice. You can zoom in on practice. So, you know, some people would say, "Oh, well, he's probably healthy uh, and refreshed since he wasn't at practice. He's being used as a battering ram, getting hit all week." Okay. Um, the other side is, well, I don't. Know. He hasn't had contact, and now he's got to go up against a feisty, aggressive defense. We'll see. I, I think that's a big, big. A decision there in the middle of the line. Teller's got to protect. He's got to run block. He's really good at his job. And Baltimore knows what's coming. So anyways, I got the Ravens in the best bet. Uh, profitable weekend. And um, no Tuesday night football this week. However, we do have the NBA coming up. And I'm going to do my best to turn out some NBA best bets. I do have to be careful at the beginning of the season. Everybody's excited. You want to fire. Just remember, um, when the NBA comes around, there is a COVID situation in the league and in the NFL, you know, you test positive, you're missing a week. In the NBA, with three games a week in a condensed season, 
I, there's a chance you could miss 12, 14 days, uh, meaning like five, six games. Not because how long you have to be out, but also because of practice. You can, COVID hits NFL players a lot differently than it does NBA players. We'll see what you know what the time turnaround time is for that. I'm very curious to see um, how the league handles that uh, because in a 72 game season, if a star is missing six, seven games, you know that's that's much more significant than uh, one game for you know a guard or a you know linebacker in the NFL. Uh, NBA much smaller roster, so a lot to consider. Very excited for the start of the NBA season, and um, we'll see what college football brings. This weekend, there are some good games. I think we'll do a best bet on Notre Dame, Clemson, uh, Notre Dame, Clemson. I'm very excited for that rematch. Um, a couple good games this coming weekend. So college football, NBA, NFL, rest of the month is going to be fire here on straight fire. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Ready for the new drying experience that leaves your hair shiny, smooth, and healthy looking every time you style it? Introducing SmoothWrap, the revolutionary new dryer from Infinity Pro by Conair. SmoothWrap uses advanced plasma technology to rebalance the natural charge of your hair so it looks and feels fabulous. SmoothWrap wraps your hair in a new treatment to banish frizz and boost volume. And the more you use SmoothWrap, the more amazing the results. The lightweight and powerful high-torque motor dries up to 50% faster than other models. And ceramic technology minimizes heat damage and maximizes sleek, silky shine. Customize your style with three heat and two speed settings. Once your look is just right, lock it in with the Cool Shop button. Whatever your hair type, SmoothWrap leaves it smooth, balanced, and healthy looking. Get your Conair SmoothWrap dryer at Amazon.com now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.